All right, we're back on Down with the Wokeness. This is Zapper. It is uh, my, I was going to say pleasure, but it's really kind of depressing when we have to talk about things as twisted as, uh, it's not quite child pedophilia, what Netflix is doing with this movie, Cuties, but it, it's pretty close. And if it, for those who haven't been following, I want to break down in this episode a little bit about what it takes in order to get to this point where Netflix has put out a movie that has uh, the outrage to this has caused the stock to drop uh, significantly. It's down um, 5%, I think, over the last uh, day and a half, which is is pretty astronomical. Um and there's a ton of outrage to this on social media. Uh, I've been following this pretty closely since a few weeks ago when the poster came out to this movie. Um, but let's let, let's back this all up so we can talk through how this unfolded. Okay, a couple weeks ago, Netflix puts out a poster of uh, a, a bunch of 11-year-olds in um, dance outfits um, with their uh posed in in very kind of sexualized positions um as if they were you know dancers in a music video for uh you know uh some some <laughs> uh trashy uh pop culture uh singer a background of a Britney Spears video type thing and um what was so unusual is that these are clearly children um, this story itself is about 11 year olds. I don't know if the actors, the actresses in this are all 11 years old. Typically they tend to be a little bit older, maybe they're 12 or 13, but they're clearly underage and it's uncomfortable to see, you know, young girls who are not even physically developed yet being put in, um, sexualized and and kind of compromising positions that are intended to show off their sex appeal. Uh, so that's kind of what this is all about. A few weeks ago, Netflix releases a poster to a French film. And all basically all this is, there was this French film that came out a few months ago. Um, it It is by a French director, um, and it performed very well at Sundance. Reviewers have really liked this movie for the most part, uh, the, the very kind of progressive reviewers that follow film festivals. So it's a very specific kind, even of the entertainment industry that tends to be very left. And, um, and so when Netflix comes out with their English version of this, I believe it's English overdubbed is their plan, is their actually going to have actors record each of the voices and then uh and then you know the the lips won't match when they're talking when you're watching the movie but you can watch it in english at least uh for you know kind of the dumbed down way of uh anyone including children being able to watch this on netflix and uh netflix releases a poster that has these 11 year olds um staged in all of these kind of awkward twerking positions and they put out a 
uh, description that talks about an 11 year old girl uh, trying to discover her sexuality. So this obviously was disturbing to a lot of people. Um, and Netflix came out, they put out a statement and they said, uh, we are sorry, this was inappropriate. Um, they said that this was um, not representative of the movie. Um, they said, we're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used for cuties. And it was not okay, nor was it representative of this French film, which premiered at Sundance. Okay, they're making sure to mention, oh, look, hi, the tastemakers like this. We've now updated the pictures and description. Okay. Fell a little bit short of we are, you know, there's no excuse for this to have slipped by, which is the way that they probably should have phrased this. But... The movie finally came out this week and uh, trending on the day of its release was a two minute dance scene in which a group of 11 year olds are uh, involved in many different um, dance moves and positions that are extremely extremely disturbing for any non-perverse, non-pedophile person. And I want to see if I can actually uh, play out some of this. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm pulling up. It's interesting because Twitter has actually taken down some of the tweets that include this. Uh, so one of them right now that's, that's still available on Twitter, you can see these... Um, uh, it's so creepy. You see these, this group of girls, I think five different girls that are twerking that turn around and um, spread their legs for an audience that is watching them on stage. Um, they are, this is all part of, you know, these dance moves. They get on all fours and start twerking um, their butts up and then um, start humping the floor and, uh, then they turn around and open up their legs and reach their hand down between their uh, crotches and then spin over again and start humping the floor. Then uh, two, looks like half of the dance team here um, gets up and puts their butt in the other girl's face who and that girl then rubs the other one's butt as she's twerking. Um, and then they get back on all fours. And um, it, how long have I been going on here? I'm narrating this in real time. This is a two minute dance scene that's incredibly disturbing. Um, now, the intention of this is and and what most of the critics will say is, OK, this is a movie that is about how it's bad to sexualize 11 year olds and how this isn't a good thing. Okay. I mean, I, I can, I can buy the artistic view of that. I am very anti-censorship. I, I don't believe that at all. However, it's very difficult to reconcile that with the fact that we have a two minute scene here 
that I'm sure was needed to be rehearsed hundreds of times before it was filmed. And 11-year-olds or 12-year-olds or 13-year-olds maybe whose parents and guardians and everyone on the film crew uh, watched them perform this multiple times in order to make the film and multiple times just rehearsing for the film. And uh, no one said, this is unacceptable. And then what happens is the film comes out. Now, it is important to, to mention that the film takes a stance here that this is um, a perversion. So the film does say this uh, is the journey of an 11-year-old who kind of gets brought into this overly sexualized world. Um, so that is part of the journey. The point that I would make is that if that's what this is all about, then there's really no line that is too far in order to make this point. Because you can always take a purer example of what's going on with child pornography or something heinous and and it, far more offensive than even this. Um, because it's the same argument to be made that oh, well, we were saying that that was bad, so we needed to show it so that people would know that it's bad. Okay, the way you do that if you're a filmmaker is you show the minimum amount of that that you need to do. You don't put a two-minute dance scene that has no other action going on. There's no other, there's no characters that are having a conversation through this. There are no, uh, you know, reaction shots that are building a bigger uh, statement about all of this. This is two minutes of 11-year-olds twerking and putting their butts in each other's face. And I realize that to some, it sounds overly Puritan to say that this is unacceptable, but I don't think we want to live in a world where 11-year-olds are told that this is okay or that a movie marketed to them by the poster look here's a bunch of girls that are young and your age that a movie marketed to 11 year olds has this kind of content in it that celebrates being on stage and spreading your legs for an audience in front of you that's pretty disturbing so um, all, all that to say, this is uh, pretty reasonably offensive. I think this all ties in to the entertainment industry talk that I want to discuss more on this show. And there is a problem here in Hollywood. And I think that the good people in Hollywood are being silent because there's a few who are willing to always give excuses on things like this. And I think it's in the name of not being for censorship, which is kind of rich given that they are very quick to censor anything that is conservative, but something that is on the edge of 
pedophilia, well, we don't want to censor that. So I, I don't think that it's fair to paint this as a bigger moral issue of, well, we're against censorship no matter what. People should be able to express whatever they want uh, on film. I, I don't think that's what this is, although that's how they paint it. What's happening is you have all of the executive, you have all the filmmakers, and this is a pretty big film team that made this this film in France. Now, it's a different culture. France is notoriously overly sexualized, um, including with children. I believe that their age of consent is younger as well than in the U.S. It's not 11, but uh, there is a much more open and accepting culture around these things. And this film went on to go to Sundance. It earned a lot of praise there uh, for being um, progressive. And um, this whole movie is an exploration of the sexuality of an 11-year-old and breaking out of a repressive family. And, uh, excuse me, and um, I think that that is really, really offensive to a lot of people. I don't really understand how those reviewers have been defending this, but they have. They've been coming in, and um, there's a piece in The New Yorker uh, recently here. Let me see if I can pull it up. That specifically makes the case that um, this is acceptable in a film. And beyond that, anyone that has any issue with what the film is portraying is a right-wing, you know, conservative nut job. You don't have to love Donald Trump. Oh, I, I did it. I said the T word. You don't have to love the president in order to be against 11-year-olds twerking and rubbing their own crotches on stage. That's offensive to a lot of people. The reviewers that are out spreading how great this movie is somehow, and this escapes me a little bit, somehow they aren't bothered by these egregious displays that are literally disgusting to most, I say, I, I, in my opinion, it's it's any because it's so hard for me to even imagine that there are people that there's a, you know, especially a, a male, you know, an, a, a well-adjusted male that can watch this and say, oh, nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing sexual about that. Yes, there is. You're, there, these are close ups on the butts of 11 year olds who are spreading their legs in front of the camera and shaking. Like this is clearly, this isn't ballet. This is close-ups of flesh jiggling on 11-year-olds. That's extremely uncomfortable for any regular person who is moderately adjusted 
to social norms. It's it's very difficult for me to see how that um, is uh, is acceptable. So, but maybe there's other things in this movie. So the um, Daily Caller actually put out a list of a lot of the things throughout this entire movie. After all of this uproar in the last 24 hours, they put out a uh, a list of what is going on, and um, and a lot of the other material. That's in this film because Netflix, of course, their original statement to the poster, which was a um, a still from this dance sequence that's now trending, um, or or it was a, at least they were all in the same clothing and posing in very similar ways. Netflix said this is not representative of the overall movie. Okay, so um, in this movie. There are scenes of these young 11-year-old girls um, overhearing other girls discussing pornography. Um, They are uh, in a conversation with a boy, and um, one of these 11-year-olds asks the boy if she wants to touch her breasts. Uh, One of the girls finds a condom a used condom outside and blows it up with her mouth, um, which is used for, for comedic effect um, and gross out factor. And her friends all realize that what it is and she doesn't and tell her that she'll get AIDS in her mouth. An 11 year old. Um, One of the actresses here, 11 year olds, dances in front of a stranger to prove to him that she's a dancer. Um, The uh, man that she's dancing for eyes her body and the film zooms in on her butt while he does this. Um, And then uh, one of these girls' relatives discovers that she stole someone's phone and... um, and she tries to get the phone back to this guy. And so um, then she shows him the, uh, this is from the Daily Caller, the crop top she's wearing and begins to unbutton her pants. Um, he pushes her away, asking what she's doing. And Amy, from the, the child in the movie, uh, grabs the phone from him and runs into the bathroom where she locks the door, pulls down her pants and underwear and takes a picture of her crotch. She then posts the picture on social media. Amy's mother and great aunt later discover what she's been up to with her dancer friends and severely reprimands her. Part of this reprimand includes what appears to be a cleansing ritual where Amy dressed only in panties and a tank top shivers as her mother and great aunt throw water at her in front of a camera and film crew. Amy shivers, writhes, and dances on the floor. This scene includes a variety of shots of Amy's, but clad only in the wet underwear. Now, it is important to note that this film has a mature rating. However, Anyone with Netflix who has a child scrolling through what's new on Netflix is going to see a square of a bunch of 11-year-old girls and think that it's a movie for children of that age. 
there's really no other way that this is marketed than as a movie about and for 11 year olds this this is not marked in any way as having any controversial material now netflix said august 20th almost a month ago when the poster controversy happened it was not okay nor was it representative the poster of this french film which premiered at sundance so part of what's happening here is you have an industry that is completely out of touch with the overall population. Uh, I will point out that if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, and this is a website that is made to um, rate the top movies of uh, of of you know that are coming out and that are available, and um, and so you can go to Rotten Tomatoes and look up the movie Cuties, and the French title of this is in parentheses. It says Cuties, um, Mignonnes, Mignonnes, however that's said in French. And the score for this movie is 88% from reviewers, 88% which means it's not only certified fresh by Rotten Tomatoes, but it's one of the best films of the year on Rotten Tomatoes, which many people use to make their decisions about what to watch. Now, the audience score, Rotten Tomatoes keeps a critic score, which is the main score. They, they refer to the critics as the authority on how good a movie is. Um, but they also introduced a while ago the audience score. And this is where users can rate the movie and leave their own reviews. And it's it's calculated in a similar way. Now, this doesn't matter. It doesn't show up on many things. It doesn't show up on iTunes when you order a movie. It doesn't show up on Amazon. It only shows up on Rotten Tomatoes if you go to that movie's page. Well, the audience so critic score is 88%. Audience score 3%. 3. 3%. There's an 85% discrepancy here. One of the best movies of the year to one of the worst movies of all time. That's the discrepancy that we're seeing here. Now, that I think illustrates the bigger issue that's happening that Hollywood is completely out of touch. And we are just seeing the beginnings of this. But, and this has been happening for years with other movies. You have started to see a huge split between the critics and the audience to the point where you'll see something vary by 50 points sometimes. I mean, I think one of the, you know, the last Star Wars movie what got, you know, a, a a pretty high rating, but the audience score was was pretty terrible. What's happening is this huge discrepancy is starting to become extremely obvious to people all over social media. And thank God for social media, because if it weren't for this, there would be millions of people turning on cuties over this weekend with their kids and being shocked to find these scenes of 
girls taking photos of their naked crotch to post on social media. Can you imagine watching that with your 11-year-old daughter or younger? So in order to be on Netflix, there had to be filmmakers, marketing teams, film festivals, salespeople. They all watched this film and said, this is great. I'm going to be involved in this and try to sell this and make this into a bigger movie. Then Netflix comes aboard and they say, hey, French film, we will pay you money to make this a Netflix original on our platform. And the way this works is basically Netflix doesn't isn't actually filming a lot of their originals, but they do acquire them before they premiere somewhere so that Netflix can say, we have all of this original content and subscribe to Netflix or stay subscribed to Netflix. And, um, and so we have this really um, egregious example of an entire entertainment industry, every aspect of it. And uh, to be clear, this is not everyone in Hollywood, but it was everyone on this specific movie who said, this is fine and did not raise any issues. And the thing that really illustrates the disconnect and in many ways, the evil of certain people working in the entertainment industry is that not 20 days ago was there a massive number one trend on Twitter about this movie's poster being overly sexualized. And despite that, and despite Netflix putting out a statement that said this is inappropriate and doesn't represent the movie and we're so sorry for this, despite that, Three weeks later, they put out a film that has far worse content than anything that people were reacting to on social media. What did Netflix think would happen? What did they think the response would be to this? Or did they just not care? That's the problem that we're seeing right now in entertainment. There is no one that is actually trying to identify why people are reacting negatively to the content they're putting out. Now, this is all going to balance out because Netflix is not going to survive if they continue to do to put out content like this. So you can bet that all of the blowback we're seeing right now, multiple days of this trending, people canceling their Netflix accounts, the stock dropping significantly. It'll come back, but the stop dropping significantly right now. All of these things have the effect of the next decision Netflix makes for something that has similar content. They're going to, at the very least, hesitate because they don't want this kind of attention or this kind of association with their brand. So even if they don't come out and apologize and remove this film, which they probably should, even if they don't do that, they still are learning their lesson to some extent here. And that's a good thing. 
because it's breaking the bubble that they're in where they thought that this was okay. And it's not. This is really, really offensive stuff to a lot of people. And, you know, you have the New Yorker saying that this is a right wing thing. Again, I challenge you to find any 30 year old man that would watch this with or without their own children that would watch this two minute scene and not think, oh, my God, I'm going to jail because it is that offensive. It's that disturbing. And it does arouse the the kind of anti-logic response in people, which is disgust. It's very difficult to get past the disgust of seeing 11-year-olds being put into this situation. And, and even worse, when you know that the actresses themselves, who had all of these adults around them and were supposed to be looking out for them, are not. Uh, that's a problem. So um, we have a problem in the entertainment industry. And, uh, you know, th th I think there needs to be a reconciling of the way that entertainment industry is going to be working with people, um, your regular people who have their morals and, and values. And this is completely incongruous with that. Um, I do want to uh, uh, remind everyone to um, please subscribe to this podcast. Please uh, share it with a friend. We're trying to uh, continue growing this and already had a little bit of success, but um, your sharing helps uh, keep this going, keep the commentary and the insight uh, coming, the research coming. And uh, we will see you next time for Down With The Wokeness. Zapper out. Oh, wow.